This video will change the topic of this YouTube channel a bit. For this interview, I met with Paul Selleck, who's the best-selling author of seven books so far. And the way he writes his books is very special. Paul actually channels books from beings he calls the guides. And before you now say, Max, what the fuck, what are you talking about channeling? Let me tell you that I'm very skeptical when people tell me they have special gifts and they can hear angels or whatever. Um, but I read Paul's first book, I Am The Word. I saw a couple of his other interviews and it seems to me that he's really speaking the truth. That is a line to other wisdom that is out there. And yeah, I, I was really inspired by his content that I saw. So I reached out to him. Uh, we met in London for an interview and I also attended his two-day workshop in London. And let me tell you, it was, it was mind-blowing. It was really magic. Um, the energy in the room was really palpable and feelable. And he also can tune into people, so really, really tell them what they actually know, but they don't know in the moment, or they don't, don't think about it in the moment. And yeah, it was really a, a very special weekend for me. Um, so I'm happy to, to publish this interview with Paul Selleck. And if you have the chance to read one of his books or go to one of his workshops, I would absolutely recommend you to do so. Without further ado, enjoy this interview with Paul Selleck. Hi, Paul. Thank you for joining this interview. I'm happy to be here. I would like to start with some, some big questions first. What would you say, just you as person, as Paul Selleck, what is your life purpose or what is your mission or your why? You know, I show up. My purpose right now is to show up for the work that seems to be coming through me with great consistency and with some great insistence, you know, that I show up for it. So I didn't expect to be a channel. And if anybody told me that this is what I would be showing up for, maybe even 20 years ago, I would have thought that they were probably mad. But my purpose is to show up for the work that I've been given, um, even when I don't want to, and support a transmission that I hope is here to help other people awaken to their own divine or innate true nature mm -hmm. and if you think about the year 2050 do you have personally as paul do you have a, a big vision for the future 2050 well i doubt i'll be here at that time i hope you're still here um, i don't have a big vision for that time my my thinking truthfully my personal thinking tends to stay to the day as much as I can, because I believe that if we shift our consciousness in the day, what will come will be far greater. Mm -hmm. How can people support you in, you know, what you're doing in your mission in, in showing up? Be nice to me. I, think <laughs> I don't have a lot of requirements. Um, you know, how can people support me in this? You know, I don't understand what I do. I'm not that interested in having people project onto me qualities that are not mine. I always say I'm not a spiritual teacher and I'm not a guru. I show up as a radio for a very specific transmission that seems to come with an energy that for most people is palpable. 
And the radio that I am seems to have the ability to attune the radio that others are to play this high broadcast that's now available to us here. So in terms of support, I'm appreciative right now of the willingness that people are coming to this work with, this willingness to accept even the possibility that this is so, because I come from a background where things like this weren't considered to be possible, and now they're possible. You know, they're possible for me and my own experience and my experience of others as well. So I'm appreciative, you know, um, of, of people just showing up. So if people want to support this, they're welcome to show up for it. Awesome. So in your first book, I Am The Word, that was published back in 2010, you were channeling that we are in a transitioning time. And I think a lot of conscious people feel this shift or this transitioning time. Uh, what would you think or what do the guides think about how important is it to have a life purpose or to feel it and to live aligned with it? Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I'm going to go to the guides with this because this is more their territory than my own. And I should say that if I'm channeling, I whisper the words as they come and then I repeat them. And it sounds awkward, but that's just how the transmission occurs. They're saying a life purpose is an idea, and it, must be, and it must be malleable to future prediction, to future prediction, future possibility, future possibility to be intractable, to be intractable in one's idea, in one's idea of how one serves, of how one serves, how one expresses fully, how one expresses fully is to deny potential, is to deny the potential of great change, of great change that may be in the offering, that may be in the offering. So we would recommend, so we would recommend for someone seeking for some someone seeking their purpose, to seek their authentic self, to seek their authentic self and to stay in alignment to it and to stay in alignment to it unimpressed and then to, yes, progress as you are called to, as you are called to outside of a stable idea, outside of a stable idea or a dictate or a dictate about what it should be, about what it should be, to decide what something should be, to decide what something should be is to hark to the past, is to hearken to the past where things were once known in a certain way, where things were once known in a certain way, the present moment. The present moment holds the answer you seek, holds the answer you seek, not an idea of what should be, not an idea of what should be, period, and they're saying period. Mm -hmm. And how do people find their authentic self or get in touch with it? Choose it, trust that it's possible. You know, the guides I work, work with attunements to energy. And one of the attunements is, I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. I know how I serve in truth. Who is a claim of identity? It's the true self that always knows who it is. Whether you want to call it he or she, the true self knows, isn't trying to figure it out. And the what that the true self is, is the manifestation as who and what you are, as the, the physicalized, realized self. And they say how one serves is how one is most fully expressed as the true self, which is how you show up fully in the world for what is here for you. So how to know this? I'm going to go to the guides. So they're saying you just said it. It's really very simple, and it's really very simple. Align the potential. Align to the potential. There's an aspect of self. That there is an aspect of self who knows already 
who knows already, who is not frightened, who is not frightened, who is not confused, who is not confused, who has an answer, who has an answer that will always be true, that will always be true. Learn to listen. Learn to listen, not to what you think, not to what you think, but what you know, but what, but to what you know, and you will be free, and you will be free of the fear of the fear of knowing, of knowing, period. Okay. Do the guides share a vision for the year 2050 or for the future of humanity? I'll ask. You know, they're not big on calendar dates. Mm -hmm. They talk about time as a construct that we're all in agreement to. 2050 is an idea. They're saying, well, here you go. I'm sorry. They're saying 2050 is an idea. It's just an idea. It's just an idea. It's just, it's just a potential. Don't look at it. Don't look at it something that will be as something that will be as you perceive it to be, as you perceive it to be. Or make 2050, or you will make 2050 the time you stand in now, the time you stand in now. Your idea of 2050, your idea of 2050 is based on a concept, is based on a concept of an absolute linear time, of an absolute linear time and progression that exists, and progression that exists in a sequence or order, in a sequence or order that you've grown accustomed to, that you have grown accustomed to when you move beyond the idea of time. When you move beyond the idea of time to the expression of the true self, to the expression of the true self who knows who and what it is, who knows who and what it is beyond the small self's idea, beyond the small self's idea of what can be conceived of, of what can be conceived of, the potential is great. The potential is great for re-knowing all things, for re-knowing all things as of God, as of God, or one source, or one source. 2050, 2015 as an idea, as an idea, as you ask it, as you ask it, is asking to know, is asking to know, will we still be here as we were? Will we still be here as we were? Will we all be gone somewhere else? Will we all be gone somewhere else? Will we have mastered the ideas we're seeking now? Will we have mastered the ideas we are seeking now? All of these ideas, all of these ideas are based in old, or all based in old ideas, ideas, period, period, period. And they're saying period, period, period. Sorry about the phone. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, that's, that's powerful, the idea of moving the I didn't past catch time. It. Well, it's you know, the idea, if I say, if I were to say, I hope tomorrow's workshop goes well, right, because I'm here to do a workshop, mm -hmm. I'm going to be referencing my ideas of every other workshop I've ever shown up for to compare it. So my idea of what tomorrow is, has, is part of an equation that's born in my idea of what was which takes me out of the present moment. And the guides say what we end up doing, whether or not we know it, is we're always calling, they, they say we're always dining out on yesterday's leftovers. We're always calling yesterday into the present moment without knowing it. And then we predict it. We predict our future based on our idea of the past, as opposed to what I suggest they would say is, knowing who we are in the present moment, knowing who we are in the present moment, because that's the only time things can be made new. They can't be made new if I'm looking on at them through the lens of yesterday. Hi, Max here. So this was the 2050 part of my interview with Paul Selleck. If you want to listen to the full interview with Paul, check out my YouTube interview with him. You will find the link on 2050.org or if you just search Paul Selleck, Max Hack on YouTube. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast.